Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Juanita Wooten Radko, podcast co host. And today we are introducing a new segment in our podcast lineup, The Writer's Workshop. The Writer's Workshop features shorter episodes that focus on the nuts and bolts of the writing process. On today's episode, we're looking at words that undermine your message. If you are looking to become a recognized authority in your field, one of the best things you can do is to craft a powerful message that will build your identity. Have you been sabotaging yourself with words that weaken your message? The words you choose will make the difference. But first, let's build our vocabulary with the word of the day. Having no precedent, no earlier occurrence of some course, unprecedented, having no precedent, no earlier occurrence of something similar. Today's word has featured in many headlines describing the changes made to battle the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. Unprecedented means having no precedent, no earlier occurrence of something similar, and can be used like this. The scarcity of hand sanitizer has caused an unprecedented leap in price. I have never paid $20 for a bottle before. When you are talking about an unexpected change that has come without any earlier groundwork that paves the way, you can say that it was unprecedented. Now, let's get back to our main topics, words that undermine your message. Have you ever had a conversation with a friend about a special person that you were attracted to? You may have said something like, I think that Jason is really kind of cute. Maybe it would be cool to hang out on Zoom or something. It's fine to speak like that, at least in a rom-com, but when you write that way, it undermines your message and makes you sound wishy-washy. Words like really, actually, literally, kind of, and pretty are weak modifiers. We use them as a way to intensify the words that follow. She was literally so helpful. He was actually very informed. At best, they don't change the meaning of the word or the phrase that follows them. And at worst, they can read like we aren't fully invested in our message. When we speak, we can get away with using weak modifiers because we let the tone of our voice and our facial expressions communicate how deeply we feel about something. Hmm. I think that Jason is really kind of cute. I think that Jason is really kind of cute. See how the tone of my voice and my expressions told you two different messages simply through which phrase I emphasized? 
when we write, I find it helps for me to think about how strongly I feel about the subject. Then I decide on the intensity I'm trying to convey. Do I have positive feelings that I wish to share or negative? Perhaps I feel neutral about the subject. Weak modifiers can water down an association from positive to neutral. If I started with, I think this apple pie is really pretty good. I'm using really pretty instead of very. Possibly because very sounds like mild praise to North American ears because of advertising culture and other things. I want to let my audience know that they should get their own slice of pie because it tastes so good. What else could I use instead of very good? This apple pie is delicious. This apple pie is delectable. This apple pie is luscious. This apple pie is mouthwatering. These words have strong associations with how food tastes and feels in our mouths. Notice that I also made the sentence stronger by removing I think. I think can signal that I feel that there's some room for debate on the subject. In the case of this apple pie, I am stating a fact. Weak modifiers aren't a sign that you are a bad writer. They're just part of the writing process. Your first draft is meant to capture your ideas before they float away. Think of weak modifiers in your writing as flags that highlight the places where you can boost your signal. Experiment with words that amplify strong, positive feelings when you are talking about your message. Make your message stronger by eliminating weak modifiers and choosing words that show the intensity of your opinion. That's it for today for Writer's Workshop. I'm Juanita Wharton Radko, and I hope you have an excellent day. Thanks for tuning in to the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift for you. I'd like to invite you to download a sample of my newest book, Author to Authority, coming out this year. If you enjoy the podcast, you will enjoy learning how becoming an author can change not only your life, but your business as well. Go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash sample. So that is www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free sample. Have a great day and stay safe.